0: Uh, today we'll be discussing um, the um, rings of power. What?
1: <laughs> it's like what um, I prepare for eschatology? No. <laughs> like,
0: oh. So yeah, rings of power and, and um, House of house the Dragon. Of the D.
1: <laughs> house of the Dragon, yes indeed. Yeah. Uh, do you want? How do you want to do it? Like um, rings of power first, and then House of the Dragon, or House of the Dragon um, rings of power? We can
0: do House of the Dragon first. Yeah.
1: All right, good starting strong. Um, so what do you think?
0: I Let's don't do know episode
1: by episode.
0: Yeah, so I'm not a big um Game of Thrones fan or uh-huh. fan of the Song of Ice and Fire universe, or whatever. Um, I've only just watched the uh, the TV shows. Um, mm-hmm. and I don't really have any interest on in the text on the books. Mm-hmm. Um, so this show. I know it's based on a book that was published as a side issue, um, but I'm really going into it fresh, so I don't really know the story. I'm just okay. I'm just um, basing my observations on what I see on the now, on the screen.
1: My question for you, though, even though you, you were not uh, familiar with the books and you may not read them. I, yeah. I, I just went right into it. Like, I became a, to my shame, <laughs> among Christian circles, I am a big fan of Game of Thrones, um, mostly because I study international relationships, right? So so a lot of the theories and a lot of, like, uh, the, well, you, you know them, too. Like, these theoretical positions within the studies of, of political science are just clearly portrayed in a lot of characters in Game of Thrones that like you can tell, oh, this guy belongs to this school of thought. And it's quite interesting to see, right? Uh, but... Who or which was the house that you were rooting for? Were you rooting for a house? Did you get into um, all of that like texturism <laughs> between the fans? <pens? laughs>
0: no, no. Um, like, um, I, I, like I've always been just like a casual viewer, um, hmm. so I don't really, I never really had any um, attachment to it, like any specific characters or. Um,
1: Could you guess the house that I was um, rooting well, for? Well, well, actually, to
0: be honest, um, I did. Like I always um, was a fan of Stannis.
1: Oh, true, 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 and we even talked yeah, yeah. about
0: it. Yeah, Stannis yeah, man. um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and I was really annoyed when he got killed um,
1: off the screen.
0: Yeah, yeah, the yeah off screen. Yeah, just um, like
1: oh, <laughs> started getting all angry.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and you know that. Yeah, that's when that's when I knew the TV show was going down in quality because you know the, bad the was, was was
1: holding it back <laughs> yeah yeah the Sonic was um, really good
0: yeah but i mean other than that i like um i I, I just watched um what did you like the entertainment so value much? um i don't know i think i think he of all the characters uh he reminded me more of like uh, generals of antiquity he had this
1: wrong demeanor to him right
0: Yeah, yeah, like, you know, he was was very firm And, you know um, Mm -hmm. And he he, was just, which was rare Well, (laughs) yeah, yeah, he was just Until, like, the very end of the
1: Until he went full religious
0: Yes, yes (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, um, he like, yeah, I always like that character Um,
1: Did you like uh, the Onion Knight?
0: Yeah, I liked his character as well He
1: was Um, awesome, like, he was one of the most loyal characters in the whole thing (laughs)
0: Yeah, um, and I liked that he was, um, like, matched with Stannis.
1: Yeah, like, they were the the power couple.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. um, Yeah, no, I I really think that after Stannis died, then, um, you know, the show, like, missed a strong character.
1: He was quite a character, now that I think of it. Stannis was quite
0: something.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, Do do, do you remember which was the house that I liked? Now we can, um, after that,
0: we can jump. Yeah, yeah, you, you like the, um, the the Lion House or whatever it's called.
1: Uh-huh. What do you mean whatever it's called? More <laughs> respect for the Lannisters. You're going to get me to sing the Reigns of Castamere right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like those guys. Like, I don't know. Like, I think that's something that characterizes in a, in a funny way, though, because I always see you, like, if the world goes south <laughs> and the society collapses, I, I do see you as a general. Like, I will see you as, like, leading people i do not see myself as a soldier i see myself as a scheming politician I and mean, which is hilarious though <laughs> not meaning that i'm evil or anything but i think that will be my way of administration you know like planning and making like deals with people and trying to just keep things together without necessarily fighting like not going on on the battlefield like i i, I would be aware for it but like I, if I had to choose who will lead the armies, I would leave them to you. Because <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I don't know why. I'm just like, you know, I, I realized that I don't have any um, backbone to kill things. I, I, one day um, I was trying to kill a mouse and <laughs> I couldn't do it. <laughs> and the mouse was just there. And I, it wasn't a mouse. It was actually a rat. Friends came over like oh, a head. Yeah. And they were like, dude, can you come home? Like two girls. That live, like some of the house. Some some houses far away. Like my wife and I saw them, and they were like, "Dude, can you come over? Because there is a mouse in our house, and we want you to kill it." So my wife and I went, and we got a like. Um, uh, they gave us a broom, and I was like, "Well, yeah. it's a mouse. Like th- that should be easy enough. Like I can kick it, and th- and it will die." But it wasn't yeah. a mouse.
0: It was, it was a big ass rat. rat.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was big. It was like big, big, like like um, <laughs> two two hands stick together, like you know, from <laughs> yeah, from. Yeah. Uh, yeah like it was huge uh (laughs) and it was trapped on a thing so in order for us to put it in a bag and then throw it away we had to kill it right i suffered so much because there were three women which were not going to kill it (laughs) i had to do it so i went up to the thing and i started like punching it with the like (laughs) poking it with the the stick. stick but i knew i was not actually hurting her hurting it enough to kill it i was just you hurting just... it enough to make it suffer <laughs> it was the worst experience because i was just like poking it and every time I, po- I was poking i was regretting it and i was getting upset so i was poking it harder and the thing was just squealing you know? i was just like so <laughs> traumatic so i'm like yeah i'm not built for war <laughs> that day i understood i'm not a killer <laughs> i'm like i cannot and then the thing went, when we just like put it on the back i honestly think that he wasn't dead he was just unconscious or something because <laughs> he kind of like kept moving <laughs> I just put it in the back and throw it away <laughs> I was like wow so that's my experience with killing um yeah not built for that kind of experience so anyways house of dragon um first episode what do you think about house of dragon someone that did not read the books um what do you think about that like um that episode in regards of like how good it was it, how, how much do you compare it with Game of Thrones? A, a lot of people are calling it Game of Thrones redemption arc. I don't know what you think about that.
0: I agree. Um, um, it does feel like classic Game of Thrones, like the first um, two seasons in terms of style, um, dialogue. Um, you can tell that they're trying to, it's a conscious effort to redeem the series and the whole. Yeah, right. Um, the whole brand. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: oh and it's very sad though because redemption work sucks it's the same thing that they're doing with star wars right now oh yeah they're trying to make it better and i'm like oh like they, they didn't have to right like game of thrones was actually on its peak after stannis died <laughs> um so w- what do you think about like the targaryens the characters do you have a character that you like
0: do you have a character that you dislike? Well, no, I, first I episode, do like only that. First episode, yeah, I like that. The show itself, it's focused on the Targaryens, um, mm-hmm. because you know, as someone who did who's not familiar with the books, um, I don't think the Game of Thrones series was it. It didn't go much into the history of the Targaryens. Um, you know, it, it did. It did, um, tell us a lot about the background of, um, Daenerys and her, um, brother, her father, um, and some of the rel- her relatives, but not so much about the deeper, um, history. Um, it, it was just mentioned. Yeah. It was just mentioned occasionally. Right.
1: I like, and uh, here's the thing. When I started watching Game of Thrones and I, and I, uh, learned that, um, Because I started watching it when they had like already three seasons, I think. So I watched all the three seasons in like three weeks. So like I watched it really fast. Uh, And then I was like, I needed my fix of Game of Thrones. (laughs) So, but I had to wait. So I read the books and I read them ridiculously fast. Like I read them really fast. And when I finished, I was like, I need more. So I was walking around. The, The fourth season came out. I watched that. I was all happy. And then um, I went over to like this bookstore and I bought this book called, what is it called? Yeah, The Song of Ice and Fire. The World of Ice and Fire. That, that's what it's called. Yeah. It's a huge book with the Targaryen sigil on, on the cover. And it mostly focuses on the story of the Targaryen. So I just devoured that thing. And I have to tell you that when I heard that they were doing the House of Dragon, the, the Dragon, I thought they were going to go back to Aegon Targaryen. You know? Yeah, and, like, that, that's what... Everything. That would have been awesome.
0: Yeah, that's what I initially thought as well. Um, I thought it was going to be more like about the founding of the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh,
1: and and, and like, the battles with all the other houses, which which will have been a very cool introduction to the houses. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. explain um, where they come from and how they were built. Like, for example, the burning of Hall That would have been awesome. <laughs> oh, awesome yeah. Yeah. See
0: uh um, what yeah the establishment of the starks yes so you so you mean when after they
1: they land arrive
0: after they arrive uh um on Westeros. western on yeah. the Dragonstone. yeah yeah yes, but like
1: yes. he, he, here's the thing like that would have been awesome but most of the battles there ended with like yeah the armies came and then the dragons killed everybody <laughs> And everybody was like, "Yep, yeah, nope," <laughs> and they surrendered. So it would have been interesting to see like the scheming and polit- um, politics behind it. And I thought they were going for that, but then when I heard that they were doing the dance of dragons, I was like, "All right, fine, well, I take it." But then I, I feel like I don't, I don't know if it happened to you, but like in the first episode, I was like, "Huh?" Like I was cool with the Targaryens. I never, I never actually liked them or room for them on, on the yeah. Game of Thrones. But I wanted to see more about the other houses. Like I'm in it for the other houses, not the Targaryens, not the dragons. Oh, right? Really? Like uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care about the Targaryens. Like I like them, but whatever. I always think, and that that's something that it's even mentioned in the two episodes, that um King Viserys tells Rinera, he tells her, No, I think it's Rinera who tells him that she's like, we're we're like everybody else but we have dragons <laughs> that's oh, the, yes. <laughs> that's the only difference like the, the, the reason why we're in power is because we have dragons and people think we manipulate them but that's not the case uh, so that's how i see the targaryens i always see them like that like they yes. rarely are there rarely are targaryens who are like freakishly smart you know like most of them are crazy like that's their their characteristic their lineage has a lot of crazy targaryens but mm. it's rare to see, like, a really intense, super smart Targaryen. Like, I, I agree that all of them are smart, but we have Tywin, right? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like Tywin and which are, like, born for politics, right? Like, we have the Tyrells that we met. Yeah, and, and I think that, like,
0: um, I think that's the same type of characterization that we're seeing with um, Viserys, right? Um, yeah. Because, uh, you know, he's, he's not a... Smart politician, you know, he did not become king because, um, of his he, own merit, yeah, of yeah. his own merit. Um, he was basically the only man around. Um, and,
1: and do you think he's a bad king? I think he's a good king.
0: No, like, no, no. I, I think, I, I uh, like, for, him. like yeah. for from what we have seen, like, uh, I think he's a sensible ruler. Yeah. He's he's not particularly smart in regards to politics, yeah, but he's a sensible I, I, ruler. Yeah, I, I do love that. Um, he does. He he, I, he. Like he probably would prefer to spend time building his model. A Warhammer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Playing>
1: Warhammer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. I um, like that, and and even in the book it says that he inherited a, a kingdom that was very very wealthy. Like so, he has it really good.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, yeah. Basically, you. It it looks like um he does the ruling but in practice, like the, all the practical stuff is handled by his council
1: yeah and I, I i like that he listens to the council council you know like I, I think that what we're seeing with the regards to the small council is that we're seeing the traditional council like how it was supposed to work yes, i think in Game yes. of Thrones it didn't work but um uh, yeah, in Game of Thrones, it was different. Like, everybody was um, scheming for themselves, right? Like h- How do you say that in English? Um, something looking for themselves, but there's another way of saying it. But everybody was trying to get their own thing. But I think this small council, even though they tried to do that, it's a lot more focused on, on keeping the realm sta- uh, yeah. stable, you know? That's what I like.
0: Yes, well uh, yeah, um at least in the first two episodes because you yeah, know Yeah, so far the they're end, doing their job. At the end mm-hmm. of the episode, you can of the second episode you can already start you can see that um there's already factions within the council that are building up. Of right? course. Um but um like no, what what did you think about like the characters and their stories, at least in that first episode? Um
1: I like Otto Hightower, the Hano the King.
0: Oh yes, I like them. You know what? I, I think they're you know this is this goes back to the redemption aspect, okay. right? Because yeah. um like one of the most popular characters was Game of Thrones. Well, no, it was it was Taiwan, right?
1: Yeah, of course.
0: So I think I think the writing Otto Hightower, his characterization is they're trying to make him very similar to Tywin. Um,
1: I completely agree. He even has that face. Yes.
0: And, yes, and I was going to um, say that. When
1: I saw him, I was like, this dude, <laughs> this dude is something like, but I will not say he's as smart as Tywin because Tywin was vicious. But then again, because Tywin did not have to deal with dragon wheel in Maniacs. Yes, you know yes. what I mean? So um, he just had to deal with a drunk man. Uh, but then again, I think Hightower is, is quite interesting. Um uh, it's quite interesting yeah. how he's like built, moving him like his own family around.
0: Yeah, no, I, I do like the um, you know, he like from what we've seen, he is someone that is very good at foresight. Um, so you know, as soon as um the king was widowed, like very same day, he sends his daughter um to his chambers. Um, yeah. So, so he's you know, playing
1: own game.
0: yeah, yeah. So he immediately starts his move, and you know, he doesn't wait like the like the other family waits. Um, you know, I think years.
1: No, no, no. It's actually months.
0: Months? Oh, uh, was, was it months?
1: Yeah, yeah. Something that I identify, if I am correct, I hope, is that from episode one to episode two.
0: Oh yeah, like because a um, months six months i would say yes because um um was it um damon you know he he was claiming to that his wife was pregnant or something right
1: yeah yeah yeah. so it was a couple of months
0: yeah yeah Um, you're right
1: because i I would say months because that gives enough time for the girl uh, i don't remember her name um the high tower girl Yes. To really get cozy with the king, you know, because yeah, yeah. if you see by the start of the second episode, they're already friends. They they really like. I think the the king is genuinely, he genuinely likes her, not as a mate, not as a queen. Yes, I, I but agree. But more like a like I like your company, you know. Yes. Um, um. And from episode two to episode three, my guess is that it's going to be like around a year, perhaps maybe a little bit more. Because, did you see the, uh, the how do you call that, um,
0: that the preview, no. for the next episode? No, I didn't. No?
1: Do you want me to tell you what's coming? Just like,
0: yes, so you well, can see my guessing? Yeah, no, Pretty I, I already, I already looked at, at uh, I like at all the spoilers.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. So what's coming in the next episode, the third episode is that the baby's already born, right? Mm, okay. Yeah. The baby with the girl is already born. So so th- that's what's that telling you? It's telling you that so, you cannot look at, at um this at this you cannot look at um the dance of dragons or like uh, the house of dragon as you were looking at Game of Thrones, because Game of Thrones was like a couple of months, right? Even days yeah. weeks sometimes from episode to episode. Here yeah, yeah. is actually months and years, and that's interesting.
0: Yes, well I well I think um because the dance of the dragons is where is when um um the is after uh, the king is dead and his daughter has been ruling for some time right mhm um so yeah i think i think by the uh, end of i think it's actually by episode um 6 um they're going to age her there's just going to be a time skip um so that yeah. she'll be actually a lot older and they'll, and they'll bring in a new a new actress uh um, yeah, they already
1: have one yeah yeah
0: yeah, yeah. Um oh, oh, so they the film everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they, they filmed that hurt.
1: They're filming um, everything every week. <laughs> <laughs> um
0: but yeah, um so yeah, there will be a lot of time skips. I yeah, so the first few episodes are basically the introduction to the series.
1: Yeah, because they're planning like a long thing, right? Like a couple yes. of seasons, and I really yes. hope that. But now here's the thing. Okay, so high tower, Taiwan, right? Like yeah, I think he's doing a good job. Like you can tell the fruition of his plan. Like you can tell he's sensible. Even the king respects him, right? Like you know that he tells uh, Damon, like High Tower is a lot more honorable and useful than you, right? And that's true. Like even though he might be scheming, he's really looking out for the good of the realm, right? He's yes. obviously cutting his own piece out of the realm, but he's looking out for the good of the realm very similar to what Tygon used to do. Like he's looking for stability, but he wants the Lannisters to be responsible for that stability. So it's quite interesting um, to see that. Now, um, what do you think about the Sea Snake?
0: I the, don't know what that is.
1: Sorry, the guy with the dreadlocks. Um, oh, I don't remember uh, his name.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, No, like I I don't get his deal yet. Um, I, I know that he married uh, the King's sister, and you is know, it it's it's his, you <laughs> no, like it, it was his sister, right?
1: you're watching that, you're just like, "What's up with you, man? <laughs> like, what are you trying to do <laughs> yeah yeah that, that's uh his name is Corly's Valerian. What do you think about him as a character do Do you like him? Do you think he's honorable um, kind of like trustworthy? because I, he's I, I I think he's kind of interesting, like he he's he's not evil. Right? like he, he doesn't yes. want just to destroy everything, but I think like he's very proudful, and he's very stubborn. Like you can tell that he wishes he was the king, <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah. Well, like um, like like again, I don't know what like the story well. So just from watching like the two episodes, um, you know, I don't um, I don't really see what he what's coming next for him right like i I can see him positioning himself near the like at the end of the second episode we see him proposing an an alliance with damon um yeah and my guess like from what i understand is that you know they, damon will agree and he will attack the pirates but i don't know like i don't know what he gets from that like um
1: well, that's so part it's, it's of his realm. Like, that's what's under like, one of the reasons why he's pushing it so much, aside from the fact that he's the master of ships. Yes. Is that that's part of his influence, right? Mm. Like, that's his sphere of influence geographically, if I'm correct. So, mm. the fact okay. that they're attacking that is not only that they're, um, you know, the free cities, right? Like, yes, yes.
0: These guys
1: come from the free cities. So obviously that show, yeah, yeah. So yes, pirates that's are what
0: aligned with the free cities. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that shows that whoever wants from the free cities can come and take a, a chunk out of Western yes. first. Second, they chose to do it within his territory. So that's why he's pushing it so much because he's like, it's my territory, right? Like nobody cares because it's not happening in their turf, but in my place, they're taking chunks out of my like uh, money and whatever. So he really wants them to stop. Mm, that
0: one. Okay. Okay. So,
1: So, yeah, he's playing it very pragmatically. He's like, that's what he's trying to... And and I kind of, like, agree with him. And I think it's sensible what he's trying to propose because he's telling the king, dude, we cannot allow this, (laughs) right? Yeah, no. He's not uh, advocating for attacking the free cities, but he's advocating for at least protecting your coast, right?
0: Yeah, which is why...
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't don't understand why the king would reject that, you know. Um, Especially since they have dragons and... um, you know at least we know that Damon is going to bring his dragon and he's going to be successful um in you know pushing out the pirates um you know so it's something that the king himself would have should have done
1: yeah i like as you say let's be honest like there is no real reason why the king wouldn't do it like it wouldn't yeah. be that difficult like you know I think that with the support of the ships and the dragons, it should take a couple of months and mm-hmm. that's it. Mm. What do you think about Rhaenyra? Do you like her?
0: Um, you know what? Uh, initially, I didn't like her. Um, but I think after the second episode, yeah, I, um, I, I, I like her a lot more now. Um, it just sucks that the actress has to switch. Um,
1: yeah I know i am looking at this girl, and I'm like, man, she got the stuff like like she could be good, you know what I mean it's yeah like,
0: yeah like she she was actually playing the role pretty well, um mm-hmm. and you know, so it's it's annoying that you know they have to switch the the actress, but um no i like as of, as far as the character goes um yeah i um I like her a lot more now, um I know she's, she's kind of like she's smart, mm-hmm. but she's also like funny. Um
1: don't you think that she's kind of mature? Like she's a lot more mature than Daenerys, for example.
0: Well, see that's the thing, she's it I that she's more mature than Daenerys, but she's also very immature um as a like if you consider her position and her role, right? Um mm-hmm. because um uh, at least when 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 you compare her to her friend, because her friend, um, yeah, she's she, on the game already. Yeah, yeah, and she takes um, her role, even though she doesn't have like a proper role in court. Um, you know, she takes her role a lot more serious. Um, you know, and she's very religious as well. Um,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Which it, we're shown the contrast. Um, with her. That's a
1: good observation. Yeah, like it's almost as if one of them is already a lady of the court and the other yes. one is a prince and a princess growing up, right?
0: Yes, I think so that's how they're trying I to agree. play it. I think that's how they're trying to play it. And you know, and I think I agree that's why. Completely. Mm-hmm. I think that's also it's gonna be coming like it's gonna be important when when the friendship changes from like rivalry. Well from friends to like stepmom and stepdaughter
1: yeah which is a rivalry right like because she's yeah. is right now like um uh what is it the heir to the throne like Renira, right so, oh, yeah. so changing it up yeah true, so is the heir to the throne.
0: yeah true so i didn't
1: think episode, that yeah yeah think about it for a sec like her yeah, friend is going her to be friend... the queen
0: well her friend <laughs> is going to give birth to
1: her to
0: the air to the air arrival yeah. wow yeah so that's, it's, it's
1: yes, yeah. <laughs> i know it's going to be crazy and it's kind of sad because you see like in the first episode second they really show you that they're really close yeah
0: right? yeah, yeah
1: and due to circumstances yeah. that are out of their hands because um the high tower kid didn't want to do that but follow the instructions of her father, right? Mm, and like, I, yes. I, I think every father wishes to have such an obedient child <laughs> because <laughs> it's just like wow, right? Like even the sea snake. Um, uh, Co- Co- I can't name Valerian. 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 The guy. You see that he sends his kid.
0: Yes, and you know, that, yeah. Like,
1: what do you think about that scene?
0: Oh, that was tough. That was tough. Um, it it was. It was weird. <laughs> yes yeah no yeah I think I think they filmed it that way to make it seem weird and gross. I did like the um that the king noticed um that when the yeah. girl was making her her speech Advances. yeah well, well, yeah, when she was making her speech, uh he noticed that it was not something she would say she would say naturally it was something that had been taught to her to say, um. Okay. And you know you can at least see him when when he when he realizes that you can see him like have a bit of disgust, right?
1: Especially um, when he hears what the mother says. Yes,
0: yes. Yeah, you can so. see his
1: reaction of like, yes. Um, and that gives the king points on the good scale because you know, like I was, I was even talking to Nelly about it. I was like, imagine if it was back in the day, like in Game of Thrones. Like a lot of these Game of Thrones dudes would not care, you know? Oh yeah, they would just be like, I'll take the kid.
0: Well, Uh, you know, well, we see that basically happen. um, With Sansa. With Sansa, yeah. Um,
1: Yeah, Sansa's thrown around. Yeah. Um, And you see like Tywin. Tywin was even such a vicious man that he even told Tyrion to get drunk and just go do the deed. You know, like... Yeah. Do you you remember that? (laughs) Yeah. He got drunk and he says like, just go in there and put a kid in her and just forget about it. And and everyone's like, whoa, like, it's intense. Back in the Game of Thrones, people wouldn't care. So much for the age of someone, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, for example, Daenerys is thirteen when she marries Khal Drogo.
0: Yes, but is she that is she that age in the show?
1: No, no, no. and and, and uh, yes, she is that age in the show. In like that, that mm. was the idea. Like you, you know what I mean. Like, and that, that's very interesting to see that Viserys is very different from what we have seen. Because Denaris yeah. is 13. And, and like you see what happened to Kyle Drogo. Khal Drogo pretty much rapes her like a couple of times until she kind of learns about sex, right? Because she's taught about sex from the, the traffic woman, and she kind of gets the idea. And then like the relationship mm-hmm. kind of like gets better quotation marks because it's just a messed up situation. And yeah. by the end of the thing, she's 24. So how many men does she like? And, and that's another interesting thing. Throughout the books and the series, Daenerys is discovering her sexuality, right? Like she's like learning things and like she's having like more partners or whatever. and whatever. Like, do you remember Marjorie Tyrell? Yes. She's 16. And she has been around with a lot of people, you know? So it's quite interesting to see that even though they may look a lot older because obviously the actors are a lot older, in the books, what is yeah. being represented on that the small like uh scene it's a reality like that's and that's yeah i I, i'm
0: gonna
1: go nearly it's it's like this is normal back in the day
0: well yeah see but But, this is the thing though in the in the books yes i agree but i think in the in the shows they they try to make them older like i think even sansa um she's what i think she's
1: uh, i'll tell you in a sec Because she's know.
0: also very young. Yeah, she's well. She's young. I think, but I think she's the youngest one at
1: the beginning.
0: Against... She's eleven. Yeah.
1: And I... by the end of the Feast of, of Crows, which is the last book, she's fourteen.
0: Yes. Well, see, and I think in the TV show they made her fifteen when she got married to, Ty- to um, Tyrion.
1: Yeah, it's cr- it's crazy. Like I and I completely yeah. understand. And I will say this: it's because of our modern sensitivities. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, People will not just go along with something as crazy as we would see with a 12-year-old.
0: But I think...
1: And and here's the thing, the story, they don't do... And that's annoying. And I think that's one of the reasons why it's kind of cool to also talk about um, Rings of Power. Because here they're adding a lot of things to the lore, right? Like They're adding a lot of things to the story because there is not a lot of material, right? Yes. So they're just filling the gaps, and it's interesting yeah. to see that uh, the decisions are kind of good, right? Like are are like I, we get them; they're good; they're, they're contributing and expanding the lore. <laughs> but with rings of power, man, they did completely opposite. Now I do agree that they're not selling the H. So that was deliberately shows that uh, that was like a. right? Uh, that was something that deliberately was planned to make her younger. Now, I like the fact that they make it younger because something that I really dislike about medieval shows is that they create this idea of fantasy within the mentality of people to the point that they say, if I had a time machine, I will go back to the Middle Ages. I'm oh, like, yes, yes. no, <laughs> don't do that. You're going to burn the steak. Why? Because you will be charged with heresy
0: really (laughs) fast. Yeah,
1: like, you know what I mean? Like, the the times of the Middle Ages were terrible. Like, they were terrible. And not because of the church or the government or anything, because of everything. (laughs) Like, that's something that people forget. Everything together was terrible in the Middle Ages. And one of the realities of the Middle Ages was that this happened a lot. You were offered kids. If you were a prince, if you were a king, you were offered kids to be married or wed. No? why? because it's it pretty much what Bellerin is doing it's like, how uh, do you say that in English, is first one to come gets the whatever um, pretty much Bellerin is trying to call deeps on the throne right, <laughs> so he, he's not he's not waiting for anything, he's just trying to go for it even though he was too slow for Otto Hightower, right, who was playing the game way before that yeah, yeah so it's quite interesting to see that they're willing to offer the kid. And even the mother is aware of how terrible that is, but she understands that that's their best option, right? So, so it's, it's very messed up. I like that they chose a kid. I like that the whole thing was uncomfortable. I like that they make Viserys look a lot more sensible uh, in regards of like, I'm not going to do that. She's a kid, right? And then yeah. they turn they, they make the contrast with the other kid and she looks a lot older. Right, so it's kind of like I think and that's another thing. I think people are forgetting that it's even we it still is weird with the other kid because he's like, what, like fifteen,
0: yeah, and the show he's supposed to be older, um, and you know that's something like because of the different time jumps that they're doing, um they've had to change the ages of yeah. the characters, um because I think in the show he's also younger. As well. Um, or, I mean, in the book, he's he's a little bit younger. Yeah, I understand your, your point. Like, um, it's, um, they're trying to depict the court as his, like, you know, somewhat historically um, believable.
1: More brutal. Like, yeah, a little brutal yeah. in that
0: sense.
1: Yes. Right? And I like that. But he, he, he takes it takes you to places that you don't want to go you know what i mean yeah, it's just yeah, like, yeah. Because um, it, like even even uh martin said it right like nobody cares about me writing a chapter where someone chops someone's head off but if i write a chapter about something sexual everybody just freaks out and i'm like well <laughs> he has a point right like the reality yeah. of cruelness does not only have to do with like killing people right like it's a whole situation which is very interesting um now um, let's finish with House of Dragon and tell me about yeah, yeah. Damon. What do you think about him?
0: I, I was just going to ask about that. Um, uh, I think he's probably the most more interesting character. Um,
1: the most developed, go- like I think, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah the yeah, whole yeah, two I, episodes, I, he's the I, main I, character, pretty much. Um,
0: yeah, I think um, him and um, the the king's daughter are supposed to be like the.
1: They are the main characters, pretty
0: much. Yeah, and I think um, like the story it, it develops to their relationship, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. So
1: because they also have a strange relationship, right? You did you notice yeah,
0: that? It's just yeah, like, they, they ah, hit that yeah. because they're yeah, they're like um, yeah, that's his, that's her uncle, and, but they're also very friendly. Um,
1: I'm very and, blurry have you noticed
0: that? Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it was, and I think like that's um, very intentional as well, right? It
1: is. It is. And now here's the interesting thing. Uh, that's completely normal for Targaryens. Yes,
0: Do you remember that, yeah, that, that's, like,
1: the so the Nerys brother used to say that. Like, it's like Targaryens used to wear each other all the time. Yeah, um, and, and that, so it's quite interesting.
0: Yeah. So again, it's taking elements of history. Oh, um of true medieval history. Um he's probably the more most interesting character to me. Um I no, because see, contrary to the other um to the other guy that we were talking about before, um
1: Valerian. Uh,
0: yes, <laughs> yes, we
1: Yes, uh-huh.
0: Yeah, he we can understand his motivations and his and like what he is planning to do. Yes. Yes. Like we can see his future basically. Yes. We can basically see the path that he's wanting to go. Um, Yeah. So um, yeah, he's like, I I like his character. Um, I, I really enjoyed the, the, jousting um
1: oh i love that yes it was art. brutal it was beautiful
0: yes um it was funny though and this is like one of the criticisms that i have of the show is that um the costuming looks really over the top
1: a little bit yeah
0: um like his armor um it reminded me of the did you ever watch the anime Saint Seiya?
1: of course Oh yes! Yes. So
0: his armor reminded me of Saint Seiya. I was like, "Oh my god!" Um, It's like you know, very cartoonish, Um, and like, but it's also understandable. um, You know, that's he's supposed to be like the um, he's supposed to
1: be flamboyant.
0: Yeah, very flamboyant. He's the prince of the Targaryen dynasty. Um, You know, so like, it makes sense for the character. I just think he looks uh, weird. Production wise It's a weird Ooh, thing What do
1: you think About that scene The uh, The birth The birth scene
0: The whole That was That uh, was a brutal scene That
1: was uh, brutal Yeah Yeah That was actually
0: Yeah I think that was Probably the best scene Of the Of the At least the first episode um,
1: Yeah
0: And uh, See I, I was gonna ask you Like what something Like what do you think You would do there Um in the, his, I will, and I the king's for, position Because
1: Yeah, I will save my wife um, And here's the thing I See, that's the thing to though Like I don't about
0: it. <laughs> I don't think I don't think The option was to save the wife I think the option was to Because um, I think the maester said that the you know, He could save one Both die
1: Yeah, like he pretty much Painted a picture of like The queen is going to die
0: Yes, yes. Um.
1: But here's the thing. I would be like, but in, in this case, Viserys said, was give me the kid.
0: Yes. But in my case,
1: I would be like, okay, one of them is going to die. Kill the kid. Save one, the wife. No, Why but, would I do that? Precisely because of what Viserys did afterwards. He named Rene. <laughs> Renee, yes. and I'm like, dude, you could have avoided so much.
0: Well but no, you're but saving he, the wife. Uh-huh. But if he saves the wise, she still dies.
1: No, but you could try. You know what I mean? Like, because by the time they started the, how do you say it in English? The C section. Yeah, C section. By the time they started the C section, the brutality of it was the fact that they did not longer care for the well being of the king, the queen.
0: Of the queen, yeah, that was brutal. Like,
1: went at it, and I was like, "Oh!" Because they were they were hoping for the baby. Even like, even you can tell that when they get the baby out, they have no regard for like the queen. Yeah, they basically abandon her. Yeah, Yeah. the queen is just
0: let her. Yeah, just let her bleed out. Yeah,
1: exactly. Do you notice that? So I'm like, so if I were to say like I don't want the kid, save the the queen, then I will guess that they will have ways of taking apart like something like an abortion, you know, taking apart the kid to be able to save the queen as much as possible.
0: See, I, I don't right? think so because um Who like from, from what we see in the show, um, she's been in labor for some time. So like she's very tired already. Yeah. And and the point the 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 whole reason they can't um she's she's not giving birth is because um uh, the baby's breech, So the baby's not in the right position. Um, which means that it's basically impossible to, um, take the baby out. Otherwise,
1: that's a um, terrible situation.
0: Yes. Um, so how
1: do you feel when you saw that?
0: Oh, it was probably <laughs> so
1: pull her, pull her down. I was like, ah,
0: yeah, oh. that, that was like, that was really tough to watch. Um,
1: it was terrible.
0: Yeah. I, mean, I, I don't know. Like, I think, um, I for sure would have um not taken the decision by myself
1: <laughs> yeah of course um you, you will ask your wife
0: yes I, I like that's a decision that i would um, take. yeah of course yeah i'm not taking that decision um but like i understand like um from the like the characters or the king's perspective um uh, you know you understand why he would choose that um
1: yes of course it's, it's the most sensible thing yeah it sounds and, horrific to say it but it's yes. the middle ages
0: yeah um
1: now here's the thing though because when, when i told nelly about it because we, we watched it together i even i even, <laughs> even asked her right like in the case that you're unconscious what do you want me to do <laughs> and, and i was like i will i will advocate to save you Right, because precisely what you're saying is like you're betting on, on someone's life. So it's, it's crazy. It's, it's just like it's too much power, right? Yes, yes. So so I was like, no, that's a, that's a horrific situation. Um, mm-hmm. I, and then we afterwards we started talking about like how high was the percentage for women dying at in labor back in the day? It was like huge, right? Um, yes, because it was just a, a bad situation. Like I, I think the the, the the previous description of of the the queen in regards of how women see labor as their battle right their battlefield. oh
0: yes yes do you um, remember that i was yes. like, that's a
1: beautiful foreshadowing right of how yes. that's the battlefield like we have to meet that battlefield with elegance and whatever and just a fun fact here um aztecs had, yeah. this, had this tradition that uh they had like different kind of realms where you will go depending on how you die and mm-hmm. there was a realm for warriors Whichever women that die during child labor will go to that realm the realm of warriors because they yep. will think that she will die fighting she 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 died fighting mm. so it's quite an interesting kind of like um, thing here now uh, again the damon uh, do you think he's kind of like crazy <laughs> like like he he he's he's weird um. he he's messed up in the head like I wouldn't say that he's he's a reliable <laughs> King,
0: yes I, I agree like um I don't I think we're not supposed to um sympathize with him um, yeah um because yeah he is um very motivated by power um
1: and he's crazy like would you say that like forget about the power and motivation um, I think he's unstable like, I think he's unpredictable in the in the wild. I, see, I, I don't think not in so. the scheming manner.
0: I, I don't think so. I, I think he just makes bad choices. Um, you think? Yeah, because um, in the the bad things that we've seen so far, um, you know, there like there there is a reason. There is a logic to it. He wants to. There's all these royal families coming, um, heads of other families and very important people coming to the city, so he wants to clean up the city. And and he just happens to do it very brutally. Um, He wants to get attention from his brother, and he just he thinks the best way to do that is to steal a dragon egg. So there is reason, Um, you know. He's it's not like he is mentally unstable and trying to. um, I think
1: he's kind of (laughs) crazy.
0: He he might be. I um, I don't trust him much. I, I just don't think that like, what we've seen um, reflects that. Um, but it, it wouldn't be a surprise other, either because, as you said before, uh, the Targaryen family is, has a lot of uh, unstable um, members.
1: I don't know if you heard this, but I, I think it was in books. Uh, there was a saying that says, whenever a Targaryen is born, the gods flip a coin. And yes. The world yes. Holds its breath, and I'm like, Ooh, that's beautiful." Um, um,
0: so I, I think um, we can probably end the uh, uh, rings of power. I don't know if you want to say anything else. I just want to finish with the prophecy.
1: The prophecy, although, yeah, what do you think about that? I think that was a nice callback to Game of Thrones. Yes. Quite unnecessary, really. Like, I don't care about the prophecy anymore. I saw it and it sucked. Yes. You know what I mean? It's just like, yes. yeah, nobody cares about that.
0: <laughs> well, I don't know. I found, I, found that, I found it very interesting, actually, because um, if, you, <laughs> if you take the prophecy seriously at face value, yeah. then... Um,
1: it changes realm and how you govern.
0: Well yes, well yes, if for example, it, it no this is something that it becomes a conscious part of the ruling policy.
1: Yeah, of course.
0: Um so this moment you plan for that. Yes, this is so every Targaryen king has this um thought, this prophecy in their mind. Um as their um Executing their policies, right? So that's yeah. very important. But also um, important for Game of Thrones is that um, the prophecy says that a Targaryen is sitting in the throne when the Long Night comes, right? Yeah. Which it, it did not happen in the show. Um, yeah. So I think it, this might be a like. A way to signal To audiences A reckon. Yeah, there is going to be a Reckoning Perhaps in the books. Yeah So
1: Yeah, I heard that uh, Martin is Finishing the book It's huge And that he's changing A lot of things From what we saw In the last season
0: Yeah, it's like Well, he's I think previously He said that His The story was not going to end The Like how it ended In the show Yeah and then now we have the prophecy, which also contradicts what we saw on the show. Um, so I think those are uh, very interesting details. Also, um,
1: mm-hmm. oh, what's your final verdict? Is it uh, fresh or rotten?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I actually liked it. Um, I'll keep watching. Um,
1: yeah, me too. Yeah. To um, see what happens next week. But now let's move to rings of power. Now, oh man, no, this, this uh, is something
0: I'm much more familiar with. Though.
1: Yes, I know it's... you're a lot more of a scholar. Like now we changed roles because <laughs> yes, I'm, like I had to kind of like go to Wikipedia and kind of like get familiarized <laughs> again with the lore of Lord of the Rings. Um,
0: yeah, I knew like... a
1: couple of things, and I, I watched it with a friend. Um, okay. we were sitting down, and we had a Silmarillion next to us. Huh. And um, we were kind of like trying to guess what was going on. But Mm. what do you think about it? What's your opinion about it? Go with the full two episodes.
0: So, um, just as an over, like overall review of the two episodes. Um, I generally liked it. I generally liked it. Um, so I have been following this, like the development of the series for since the beginning. Um, you know, this is something that it it was, it was strange because, um, I'm a big fan of the films. Um, and then the fandom had a it really did not accept the Hobbit films that came later. Which I like mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I, I like them too, but most of the fandom um does not like them. so with that in mind, the development of this series was it, it was not something that a lot of the fandom was looking forward to um
1: yeah and they trashed it on rotten tomatoes.
0: Oh yeah, they, they uh, some people a lot of like a lot of hardcore fans have trashed it um you know especially people who are very devoted to the lore in the in the books. Yeah, the lore masters. Um, yeah, and some of these people also, you know, they trashed even the Lord of the Rings films in the beginning when they first came out. Um of course. so I was very cautious about it. Like I, I was optimistically cautious like um and after I watched the two episodes um there are elements that I did not like but for the most part I did enjoy it and it's not going like I will keep watching um of
1: course
0: to be honest it's not so much about the story because I the story like story wise I was disappointed the story's a mess yeah the story's a mess story wise I was disappointed but I I I am obsessed with going back to Middle Earth. Um one of my like ultimate fantasies if I had infinite money would be to create to leave a, in the Shire. Well, yes, would be to create like a <laughs> virtual reality open world um map of of Middle Earth.
1: Yeah, that would be crazy.
0: Just so like you can explore like all of it in the high like in the high detail. Oh, um mm-hmm. and so it was very enjoyable to see like new parts of middle earth so
1: yeah yeah to see the architecture again and yes, everything all right yeah. So let's go one-on-one uh one thing that you like one thing that i like one thing that you like a lot
0: um as as i said continuing with the world building um i like the architecture the designs the that
1: was beautiful yeah
0: landscapes um you know everything like i i really took all of it in um you know the imagery, um, yeah yeah, and the details as well in of the world um like the the, the statues and the carvings did you see that um, yes this, yes of course the carvings on the trees um mm-hmm. and that was great. you know yeah and did you notice um lucien with uh, of Juan? course
1: yes i was like oh ho ho, my girl Lucien. <laughs> it's yeah. quite interesting because i read that it was rather controversial to have her there because she was not supposed to be there. (laughs) Like, that's the thing. Like, okay, one thing that I like, before we get into the controversial parts, I absolutely love the dwarves. Man. (laughs) They were, oh, man, Casa It looked beautiful. It it really showed, like, I really think that they were, they decided to flex their muscle with the dwarves in the sense of show Mm -hmm. that they did not live in, like, dark caverns. But they yes. were actually metropolis, right? Like well, the small cities that they well, not huge cities, not small cities.
0: <laughs> yes, well, um Doom and the in the you know it's known as one of the ancient mansions of the dwarves. Um of course,
1: but the, we never saw it as a mansion, you know, like yes, we just saw we it as saw a it, cavern.
0: Yeah, we saw it in its fallen state. Um in the Fellowship of the Ring, when the fellowship Walks into the main hall. It does have that also that sense of wonder and of course, it looks depthness. But depth. yeah, yes, we don't see. It, it's a dead, empty city by that point.
1: Um, now, correct me here though, because I always get confused. Moria, it's casa Doom.
0: Yes, yes. So it's the same. After it's the same thing.
1: What? Why the different name?
0: After um the discovery of uh Turin Spain, which is the Balrog, um it was renamed to Moria. Um do you know what it means? Um black something. Um
1: all right, yeah, no, I'll take that because you have to speak Quendil or something, or well, whatever the dwarves speak. But here's the thing though, I really like the dwarves in Lord of the Rings. Yes. Uh, I, I started liking them from since The Hobbit, actually, because I read The Hobbit, and I was like, oh, the yes. dwarves are kind of cool. And then when the movies came out, they, they gave so much yeah, emphasis maybe. to The Hobbits. So I was like, whoa. whoa, I even bought one of those books that shows you the concept art for oh, the Oh, yes, movie. I, have the,
0: yeah, I have that as well.
1: Yeah, I have the one for the second movie, which is very in-depth with, mm. with The Hobbits, with the dwarves. So yes. I was like, I, I, once I went to, to my wife and I told her, like, this is how our house has to look. <laughs> and she's like, no. I'm like, oh. But I was like, come on. Like, it looks awesome. Like, oh. it was it was yeah. beautiful. But uh, I really liked them since then. And I started studying, like, a bunch of lore in, with mm. dwarves everywhere else. Um, and that's why I was rooting for the dwarf in Game of Thrones. But, um, but now seeing them in Casa Doom with their really odd-looking armor and, like, whatever tradition they were having. Yeah. And, like, even the wife. Like the, the the princess for the dwarves. Yeah. She's not a queen, right? Like she's a princess. Yes. Uh, I like her. I, I like the fact that she was very uh, how do you say it? Like she was cozy in, yeah, in the yeah. sense of like
0: um, very yeah. friendly
1: and, and housewifey.
0: <laughs> yes. Um. I think like one of the things that and this is one of the things I didn't like. Right. Um, was um. Well, it's not so much I didn't like. It was more, it's more that I didn't really care for. It was the, like the individual dwarves. We've only seen one, we've seen them in only one episode. So that will change probably. Um, yeah,
1: no, no, no. Cause we're going to do the whole fall of uh, Casa Doom.
0: Yes. Um, but like I did, I did enjoy like the environment and yeah. the culture of the like the dwarvish culture that we saw. Um, what do
1: you think about the kids?
0: The kids were funny. Um,
1: I love them with a the huge helmet on. I'm like,
0: what? Yeah, something that was interesting. it was that it seems like the the king is during there. um, but there is this older Durin that we see um,
1: that confuses me. Because yes. I was like, I thought that this dude was going to be the, the king, you know? yeah,
0: yeah. um, but and,
1: then then another Durin comes out, and I'm like, what, yes.
0: What's interesting about that is that um, no one else interacts with the older Durin, right? Um, And there is this theory from the Lord that Durin resurrects.
1: Yeah, yeah, I love that. I made a poem. I will send you that poem. Yes. I I, I read the Tolkien's poem that has, what is it, like seven stanzas for each Durin. Yeah, have you ever read that? I was like, "That's beautiful," because he has Not, seven sentences yeah, th- for each of the Durins.
0: I, I know you are talking about. Um, traditionally, it's been understood that um, the Durin resurrects as like um, into a new Durin. The new Durin. King.
1: <laughs> I love that. That sentence is just so weird.
0: <laughs> yes, it, it, well, it's, Yeah, it's really weird to explain, but yeah, you know, Durin, it's,
1: mostly it's it, the Durin.
0: <laughs> You know it's similar to the way the the um, pharaohs in the ancient Egypt, they of course
1: yeah
0: um they believed uh Ra incarnated into the Pharaoh and then after a new pharaoh came Ra reincarnated again. Um so yeah. it's very it's a very similar idea. Um here oh, note the
1: Egyptians learned that from the dwarves.
0: <laughs> what <laughs> Uh um in in the show i think durin is more like um like a ghost figure yeah he
1: is he's
0: he's actually he it's interesting though because i was
1: reading about that and he's like he's pretty much that like he's he's a uh seed eternal emperor (laughs) yeah (laughs) doing the essence transfer from durin to durin because because they see him as a kind of like a god that's why he rules over all the the dwarves
0: um, Actually, but yeah, no, weird. I, I like uh, I liked seeing him. Um, and it, it's, and it, it's interesting because, um, you know, this is a character. This is like one of the major characters in, and then all of the lore. Um, yeah, of course. so it, it's, it's awesome to like see him in like a live action.
1: Um. of course. Yeah. I agree. Uh, what do you think? Okay. What do you think about the aesthetics of the doors? I,
0: Oh, um, man and
1: man, like, both of them, they look fine. I was like, yeah, that's what I think about dwarves. Even when yeah. they were eating on the table and where they were doing the small, like, um, trial or whatever, I was like, yes, yes, I can buy you that this is a bunch of dwarves. I like them. Yes. I, I have um, no problem with them being different skin colors or whatever. I was just like, yeah, sure, why not? Again, I li- I like did a marvelous job.
0: Oh, yeah, I like, the actors themselves were really good. Um, And the material culture that we see of the dwarves i really enjoyed um because it's Mm -hmm. very detailed and tries to be accurate to the films yeah to the design of the films it doesn't change the design of the dwarves at all it's you know like you can put gimli into any of those scenes and he fits perfectly right yeah, um, even
1: even the Hobbit, even the Hobbit, even the dwarfs yeah. from the Hobbit.
0: Yes, like, yes. You
1: can throw them in there, and you can. Well, for the most part, most part, of them, huh? right?
0: N- most yeah, of them, not knows. not Philly and killy. But yes.
1: like at some point, they're going to get dwarfish.
0: <laughs> they're going to grow beards. <laughs>
1: yeah, like they grow,
0: their nose is going to grow, and they're going to grow whole Yes. Thing. But anyways, um, but the I, you know, so this, i would just say that um, I did not, and I wish the dwarf women had beards as well. Of course. It, some of them do have sideburns and some facial hair, but not the full beards that are described. Um, of course. So it, it bothers me that they, it's a deliberate decision to not do that. Um, but I like, I can accept it. Um, you know, I, I'm not going to be mad every time there's, you know, we don't see a, um, uh, we, we see, see a, a peerless. Yeah, we yeah, see a peerless form of woman. Um,
1: One thing that I like about how they, they make that transition in their Glass of aesthetics is that you could take any of the dwarves, as, as we say, like no feeling, I'm killing, but any of the dwarves in Torrens company, full armor, and you can put them on that world and they look as they belong to it. And it's, like, it's nice because it's supposed to be this transition, right? Like, yes. Um, they're pretty much the same. I, I I like that. I was like, all right. Um, so I come
0: it's unclear if it's a continuation with the films. Uh, because it's different studios and there's different um design. It's,
1: it's almost as if this is a parallel universe.
0: Yeah well, yes, they're trying to convince audiences that you know this is the exact same um universe. Um which is something that i like because you know it's understandable that it, for um you know legal reasons they can't um mix um the properties but i do like that they tr- that they're trying to connect them um even even if just in terms of aesthetics and yes. um Now, um, like I, um, what just what did you think about the story? Like we can probably start in the beginning. um, Like what did you think about like um, the prologue?
1: Oh, uh, well the the first time uh, the first time I watched it, I liked
0: it. And yeah, like in 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 the prologue, we see your character (laughs) Finrod.
1: Yeah, I, I was going to say, right? Uh, the first time I watched it, I liked it. Because, uh, again, I mean, of, of Tolkien's lore. Yes. With, like, like with, uh, sufficient depthness. <laughs> I don't know if I can say that. <laughs> for sufficient depth that I can identify things just by looking at them, right? Like, mm. uh, one thing that I did identify, a couple of things that I got were obviously, like, the worst... Um, obviously when I saw uh Finrod, I was like, that's Finrod. How did I know? Because he was dead <laughs> and he was uh, scratched by something, by like, kind of like a wolf thingy. And I was like, Yeah, that's him. But then again, that uh, Galadriel Finrod never happened, right? Like so Yeah. Quite, yeah, so it's quite interesting. Like I was happy to see Finrod. I did not like the representation of him because he's the Felagoon, like he's supposed to look Awesome. I agree. Like, uh, well, I, actually, like, well, that's how how I that's imagine I imagine, <laughs> I imagine you're, like super awesome. Um, I didn't like and I think it would have been awesome if they did that. You know, in the forest where they put like every elf on the forest and they give it yes. his own like tree. It would have been awesome if they actually like put him on the on the floor in kind of like a small cavern, because he was the pelagon. So so that would have been a nice touch. Yeah. And also yeah. he was very important. Yes. I, another thing that I that I did not like that is related. I did not like the initial representation of men and their relationship with the elves. Even though the men that were like were shown in the beginning, yeah. were um, followers of Morgoth, whatever. Mm-hmm. I did not like that they looked so dirty <laughs> because Firo put a lot of work on teaching them stuff that they kind of forgot. You know what I mean?
0: Like, yeah, well I they think look a lot
1: like they look very worse.
0: Yes, no, but I think um uh, we're supposed to like these are different type of men, and I think um the show has not done a good job so far into distinguishing the different um types of men, you know, and perhaps they might do this later because um we're gonna see the Numenorians.
1: Of course. Um Isn't is Isn't
0: it? Yes. Um, like, but yes, yeah, so you're right. So far right now, it's understood that um, man used to participate in the wars on the side of uh, Morgoth, um, which, you know, is true to some degree, but it's not the full picture as there were men very legendary men and houses of men that fought like, alongside the here ex. yes but here um uh, turin um beden yeah beden of course uh yeah uh, I, 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 those, that, think... those are all the heroes but you know there were also the easterlings and these were men you know that decided to go back east um and a lot of them were seduced by Morgoth these are who were supposed to believe as the men that we see in the show yeah i agree i didn't really like how the men were depicted now i i, I don't know if you look closely at the map the southlands which is this land where the men are supposed to live but did you know that uh, did you notice that it was um in Mordor
1: yeah, well, I, I saw the map really fast. I didn't yes. quite catch exactly where, like I said, like I, I get a general yeah. idea of the map. Okay, but I was in. I was very intrigued by the. I thought they were in Rohan, because you see, like oh. it said something like, Oh, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's what I catch, and I was yeah, like, "Are these I... him And I got offended. <laughs> I took it oh, personally. No,
0: no, no. <laughs> so, so th- those are the. So that was the um, the Hobbit folk. Um.
1: uh yes yeah yeah
0: yeah, yeah no, so no. yes they lived in uh that yeah yes.
1: that place
0: um but the men they lived in the southlands right that's where the elves are stationed right. which is weird which is a which is a weird choice to make uh, i don't know why they would and that's something that i didn't like i did not like the the elves were stationed. like these are supposed, we're we're supposed to think that these are elves. They have some relationship to Gilgalad. Um, so I don't know why they're stationed in the far south. Um, um but um they're there. Um, I think it, it would have been more interesting if it, if it had been Numenorians because by that point, uh, the Numenorians are they do they have, do have a, a
1: lot more presence.
0: Yes, they well they by that point the Numenorians are established in the south of Middle Earth. Um so it would have made more sense to have maybe East at
1: numenorians a <laughs> That we so well, bad.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> um no but the like just where the Southland is supposed to be is in you know it's on the other side of Mordor. Um yeah. so if you've looked at the map of Middle, Middle Earth um you know on the east side of Mordor um it's an open plain and that's where the Minastir Well no on the other side on the other oh. opposite side um Oh okay looking at
1: the map right now Yeah okay.
0: so near the Sea of Nornien to the north to the northeast mm-hmm. um that's where that's where you know this location is supposed to take place um and if you look closely at some of the scenes you can actually see mount doom in the, in the background um so i i like that like again this is like in terms of uh landscapes and world building i really enjoyed it um the story story wise i like some of the elements um that were, we we saw for example the in this incursion by the orcs into the into the lands of man that that looks interesting. Um uh-huh. um the sword that the boy has, what do you call it? Um the boy's name is Theo. Um he he has this sword that it looks like it has a dark power. Um it's interesting. My you know my my favorite my my theory is that you know it would be awesome if that boy became one of the ring race. One of the ring race?
1: Yeah, I heard yes, that. I heard that theory. Yes. I was like, well, that'd be crazy.
0: Uh because there in the in the lore, there is a ring race that came from the east called Camul. Um so it it you know, it'd be awesome if that was him. Um because you that'd know be this is something that the show should show as well. Um the not only the, the Yes, not men. not only the rise of um Sauron, but you know his seduction of the of these kings of men with the rings. Um
1: yeah, I like they have to take their time. Like something yes. that people really have to understand is that this is, will have a couple of seasons
0: because oh, oh yeah, know? like um right now they're already they've planned five seasons already. Oh no, that'd be great.
1: Like yeah. again. There is a lot of things I liked, but then I I watched it with a friend. When we finished, we looked at each other and we're like, "Meh," <laughs> you know. Yeah. like we were not um, like in awe, but it was okay. Like I keep watching.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, like Again, I, I think
1: something. Huh.
0: No, I agree. Like I think, um, a lot of the story wise is very disappointing. Um, uh, like for me oh. personally, the the prologue was very disappointing. Um,
1: oh, uh, so sorry, sorry. I was saying this though. One of the reasons why I enjoy the prologue is because I do not know much of the lore by memory. So mm. I just saw it as a small narrative. And then I, like I watched this video. Oh. Yeah, so I, I watched this video on YouTube that explained everything, every single thing that the show got wrong. And I was like, oh man, like, yeah, that was bad.
0: Well, was see, that's bad. the thing. Like, <laughs> I understand why the show showed what it, it did because the show is not trying to base itself and the silmarillion. You know, the the entire premise of the show, and this is like this is part of the problem that the fandom had with it um at, like sense of development was that the entire show, there it's five seasons, right? Um is all being written from the appendices to the Lord of the Rings. So uh-huh. at the end of yes. yes, at the end of the Lord of the Rings, there's I think six appendices that describe the history of Middle Earth, uh, you know, a lot of the details in the cultures and uh, languages and um, calendars and and timelines and um, families of Middle Earth. It goes into a lot of detail, but these are small appendices. Like, um, you know, like some of the details that we have from Numenor, um, they come from a lot, like, um, rec like records from the kings that are given by year, mm-hmm. so they're they're not very detailed, um, which is good for the show because it allows them to fill in as you were saying before, uh, with the ring with the House of the Dragon, it allows them to fill in with um extra material and create new uh new material for the show. Um, which is we, like a lot of what we've seen already. Like most of the story that we've seen, it's completely made up. Outside, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's completely made up outside of the,
1: but here's uh, the thing. The though. I yep. would say that one of the difference between house of drag, the dragon and uh, rings of power is that house of the dragon expanded the lore. I feel that rings mm-hmm. of power is distorting it a little bit, even though it is expanding it. There is no doubt of that. It is distorting a little bit. Because it's not, re- like, what they want to, I feel like they, that what they're doing is they're taking events and people and characters that they like and then put yes. them together, even though in the story we know they, they never actually coexisted. For example, and now we to the elves. Uh, Elrond. Elrond, as far as we know, was never really close friends with any of the dwarves. Because, again, yes. uh, you, you know this better than me the relationships between men and elves and elves and dwarves are very scarce. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Right. Like the the actual close relationships as friendship or like love or whatever.
0: Yes. And And it's one of the, yes, this like, this was one of the important um, elements in the friendship between Legolas and Gimli, right. Because it was so rare.
1: Yeah. And it is to the point that one of the nicknames that uh, Gimli gets as a distinctive is the yes. Elf, friend, Elf Friend, right? Yes, yes. Because it is so ex- it's so strange to have that. Now, w- something that I didn't like is that they robbed my man Caleb. Caleb.
0: Caleb. Caleb Bibr- yes. Yeah, him. Wh- oh, they
1: Caleb.
0: They robbed him Caleb. of
1: some. Caleb Rimbor. Yes. I yes, think yes. That was his name. Yes. They robbed him of a of a very important. Um, Development story That he has Which is that He is the one That knows You know like yes. He's the one That has that he's, relationship With them Not
0: everyone yes. yes He's the friend Of the dwarves Right Because um, You know And one of the um, Notable works Of um, Celebrimbor Is the gate At Moria Right Um yeah. Which Is Which says Speak friend And enter Which is, a, is It's a it's supposed to um, represent a friendship between Celebrimbor and the dwarves.
1: Uh, and, and and again, like, if I were to tell you, imagine that they reshoot that, but they shot it with Elrond Elvitor and not with Elrond. Yeah. That would have changed anything. I don't know why they took Elrond over there. Now, yes, yes. I'm very sad about Elrond. Like, I, I do not like his representation at all, even mm. though I know he's young. yes. I think, I I don't know if you agree with this, but um, especially because they have lived a couple of thousands of years now, I think his demeanor as the Elrond that we know from the movies and the books should already shown. Mm. He should be a lot more serious and a lot more elegant.
0: Like, I think he's good,
1: but not good enough. I think he should inspire a lot more respect just by like, oh, that's Elrond, you know?
0: Yes, yes. Um I I agree. Like um Elrond is um um someone you know that he he's not one of the high elves of uh like of uh, Middle Earth, but he does have a very uh legendary lineage and yeah. which that alone is you know very much worth your respect. Um but no like I uh, see I for me um, L Ron was. I, I actually liked um, his character. Um, it was one of my favorite ones. Um, because see, I think in his role as the Herald of Gilgalad, um, mm-hmm. it makes sense that he is shown to be a little bit more, um, less experienced, right? Because we don't want we don't want to see Elrond as a rival to Gilgalad. Of course. Um, so I, I did enjoy that. I, I liked uh, his relationship with um, Gilgalad and his friendship with Galadriel. Now it is, something. Huh? Yeah. Now something. Yeah. I really liked the dialogue between the both of them when they're talking at the in the woods. Um, uh-huh. Something that really I did not like though was that. Um, and their relationship is too casual. Um,
1: that's that's pretty much where I'm going with, yes. with Elrond. I feel like he's he too much of a human.
0: Yes, and that's that's one of the criticisms of the elves in the show because we see them act much more human. Um, and you know, to make my point, I would look at the relationship between Elrond and Galadriel because we know. Now, by this point, Elrond is married to Galadriel's daughter. Um, Mm -hmm. So Galadriel is um, Elrond's Um, mother-in-law. But in the show, they're depicted as, like, good friends. (laughs) Um,
1: Yeah, and, like, also, uh, Galadriel is mythical. Isn't she? Like, she's... that's something that the the common like uh, viewer will completely forget. Some of these elves are absolutely mythical. They're like it will even be like yeah. I don't know if Julius Caesar just appeared tomorrow, <laughs> just be like whoa, like yeah, it's him.
0: Um, Gal- yeah, Galadriel. By this point, there's not many high elves left in Middle Earth uh, that came from um, that came from Valinor. Um, so yeah. Galadriel is basically one of the last ones left. Um, and I did like, I, I think the show did not do a good job at uh, emphasizing Galadriel's status. However, in the dialogue, I do like that they, um, especially in the conversation with, um, uh, Elrond, you know, Galadriel does, um, Hint to that deeper story that she has witnessed. So I like that, but I also agree with you that um, there is, like, uh, at least from a fan perspective, um, or someone, uh, or someone that's a fan of the lore, uh, you know, there is disrespect um, to Galadriel's status um, mm-hmm. because it is. True that Gilgalad is the High King, and um, you know Galadriel would be subject to him. Even then, Galadriel would have a really high status. She, it's it's she's not someone that would be submitting to the king, as we as we sh- were shown in the in the in the show.
1: Yeah, like she, like I think they painted her like. And here, here's a little bit of a controversy, right? I think because of the agenda that they're trying to paint as if this idea of women kind of like fighting that, oppressing kind of like male dominance whatever, because that's part of the agenda that has been portrayed by the actors during the, the, the interviews before the show. They needed to paint Galadriel in a more subordinate position. In order to give us that, oh, she's being redeemed. Like she's being kind of like more independent now, but she's yeah. being rebellious. You know what I mean? Mm. Because again, like just as you said, Galadriel could go one-on-one with uh, Gil-Ga- Gilgalad.
0: Yes, like
1: in the sense of like history, she was there. <laughs> you know, like she fought with like with him or whatever. <laughs> like if I'm correct, they fought together pretty much. Like they went through the same thing. He just happened to be the, the High King. If I'm correct,
0: well, well yeah. Well yes or is but she older? Yeah, you know, she's far older. Yeah, Like Gulgalan was so, so born Gulgalan was oh. born in Middle-earth.
1: Oh, then imagine um, that for a second. Like yes, she's, you like know, I yeah. Said, like she's she's
0: not Yeah, no, she she's not submitting to anyone. Um, you know, and all the elves would it's have very high measure. Yeah, all, all the elves would have have very high respect for her. Um uh so like I don't and like also, that. Also she was
1: a wizard, wasn't she?
0: Uh no, she wasn't a wizard, but um uh, they're like the elves. Oh, well, she was she she knew magic. Yeah. Uh no, I was gonna say in the lore, um she is part of the household of Melian, um one of the Mire. Um Yeah,
1: like think about it for a second, right? Like she's even divine. Um
0: Yeah, yeah, she's basically as divine as any creature could be in Middle Earth. Um yeah
1: uh, like, like at least of the elves uh-huh.
0: right at least of the Yeah elves. And,
1: and again because of what they're trying to tell us or like the story they're trying to tell us with Galadriel they had to downsize her so much mm-hmm. to make her be able to rebel because again like how could you imagine someone as all powerful and respected as Galadriel just rebelling for no reason or like well, even yeah.
0: Be well, part
1: of this, like, disobedience. Like, I think she would have been a lot wiser right now, right?
0: Yeah, well, see that, like, I, like, I, I yes, that's a key um, point because, you know, she has been on Middle Earth for thousands of years, so she should be wise. Like, um, I think this type of, the characterization that we're seeing of Galadriel makes sense if she was still living in uh, Valinor and you know she were, if she were following Feanor's, uh rebellion um, you
1: know something else that actually makes me upset about the, the elves is that the characterization of some of them again Galant is supposed to be older than anybody there yeah. and she looks a lot younger than a lot of them and I'm like Dude, yes
0: that makes no sense what um, are
1: you eating that is
0: making yeah, well, you down so much why does she yeah why does she look younger than Gilgalad.
1: than everybody
0: and, else Yeah she she looks very young well, when she is one of the oldest ones well and it, like it's not so much that she looks young because you know I can understand that she she would look young it's just that everyone else looks old
1: Yeah like, exactly
0: um, Like my, I'm not I'm not even Yeah like the so old he, he looks old but um well, to be fair, we don't know. I think Calebrimbor also came from uh Valinor, I think. Or he oh, might like, have been he might have, he, he might have been born in Gondolin. Um but yes, I, I like I, I understand. I understand what you're saying. Um I, I I don't know, like I like I agree with what you're saying. Um in in the lore, Galadriel, you know, they don't need to do this because Galadriel is has a very high status, and she, um, we are we're told that she does take commanding roles in fighting Sauron. So she is leading armies. Um She is like very active in in the persecution of Sauron. Yeah, this is something that bothers me a lot. They they have changed um, a lot of elements of the story that I don't think needed changing. Um, You know, I think with a little more uh, creativity, they could have used the the same story that we have in the the lore and, um, you know, probably reinterpreted consistent with the lore um but this is more like a a a very loose interpretation
1: yeah and now one one thing that on what you were saying there is that yes they they change things that they didn't need to change but then again you can tell it's not like they were forced to do that because yes, they yes, that's what I mean Exactly as they're supposed well,
0: to, right? Well, you know what? But not,
1: not exactly, but as close as possible
0: Yeah, no, like uh, See, that's the thing though, like It's hard for me to um, Excuse them? Well, no, no, like I, I actually do Excuse them because As I was saying before um, You know, a lot of The story, they have to get it They're limited to the Appendices of the Lord of the Rings um, it would be different if they could go into the Silmarillion and take elements from the Silmarillion um, to complete the story. Because a lot of what I'm saying and a lot of what other fans are saying, it those are details that are told in the Silmarillion. So, for example, in the prologue, if so- someone who doesn't know the story do- doesn't have the information to fill in the sequence of events right yeah um someone like me who knows the story I can enjoy that because I understand the, the full sequence um I know what it's supposed to be depicting at the same time you know what I found disappointing is that they can't use stuff from the silmarillion they can't use details from the silmarillion to fill in those gaps.
1: Yeah, like I think you know, that's something that they could have done to kind of like yeah. save themselves all these maneuvering around. Yes. will have been tell tell the story of the blue wizards, you know? Like yeah, yeah. really um, explore the things that have nothing but a couple of paragraphs and references yes. and just expand that. Like, yes. give us more, for example, give us the the war between the dwarves and the orcs. Give us that. Like, nobody knows what mm. happened there. We know that <laughs> we fought, you know? Like, we know that, that there was a war, and we know yes. how he ended. But <laughs> tell us the war. That would have been nice, like the campaigns and whatever. Tell us about what else with the elves. uh well, the elves have a really stretched out <laughs> story, but, like, tell us about the blue wizards and, like, the Easterlings and how Morgoth corrupted them and how they kind of, like, tried to fight with him. I don't know, invent mm-hmm. that, if you want. But, like, yeah, yeah. they were so focused on trying to sell something that was already told in a certain degree of detail that,
0: yeah.
1: yeah, they're kind of, like, maneuvering around and messing up things, like, for example, something as simple as the age of the, the elves, right? Like, well, yeah, yeah. Take- well... <laughs>
0: You know, and that's something they're trying to do with the Harfoots, right? Like the Hobbit creatures, um, yeah. because in the lore, um, the lore does not speak about the Harfoots at all. They are mentioned in a few passages, but you know, we like there are no Harfoot characters. Um, exactly. So this is something that show is trying to do by bringing in Harfoots. Um,
1: and and but this is the thing. Like again. Yeah. Do we have any problem with the hard foods? No, because they don't exist. <laughs>
0: so yeah, yeah. Um, it's just like
1: all right. So that's new. They're presenting I, something new.
0: Yes, um, you know, I think it might be. See, so I, yes, you are right. Like you know, this is completely new. But I think from what from what I know, they will try to connect it back into the into the main story.
1: Yeah, of course.
0: Which, which will. They want
1: continuity.
0: Yes, which yeah. will, will create problems. Um, now, um, I, like something I was going to say was that um, one of the key elements of the story that I think the show is trying to uh, depict, but it, it's something that really annoys me, is that it's the motivation for Galadriel. Vengeance? It's this vengeance against Sauron. We're told that Finrod was um seeking out the enemy. Yeah. And Galadriel interprets that to be Sauron. Um now we know we know the true story. Um so it, it's it it's really a true story.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, like um and like if I'm feeling very generous, I can understand how the show is trying to explain that Um, but at the same time it bothers me that it's very disconnected from the main from the actual story of again Binrod helping Beren and Lucien
1: of course but like here's the thing the reason why they're doing that is because they're trying to sell you this idea of Galatriel's story and they're Shaping yeah, yeah, yeah. and moving elves around to give Galadriel a fight to fight. Um, when they could have done it as simple as, well, Galadriel is helping everybody, right? And yeah. she, she's the one with the most experience. So she's kind of like helping them. Because you know that after Galadriel kind of like uh, coming to the forest and stays there, kind of, yes. Elrond yes. is the one leading the fight against Sauron. For a long time. He's the one that is just like moving around pieces and like battling out Siron or whatever. Mm. And, and yeah. Galadriel is supporting. So, yeah, so yeah. you could have given us that Galadriel teaching Elrond to be better and helping out Gilgalad and achieving a supportive yes. role that is a lot more powerful than everybody else.
0: Now, what, what did you think about the Gilgalad as High King?
1: I didn't know much about gil to be honest. Like, I read really? The Alien, I didn't remember much. So I had to watch a video. And I was like, all right. So Gil-Galad is important. Like, he's, he's intense. So far, he has only had, like, a couple of minutes. So I'm like, all right. Okay, so he's the king. And that's it. Like, I, I haven't yeah. felt much. But um, I have felt a lot more about the dude that fell from the sky. And I want to hear your theories. Who oh, is okay. that? Okay.
0: So, well, so... I'll just quickly uh, just say about Gilgalad. Like Gilgalad is actually one of my favorite characters in the second. For Age. Real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um uh, you know, because Ooh, he is you think? because in the in the story, Gilgalad is the one who seeks the alliance with Númenor to fight against Sauron because Celebrimbor, he accepts Sauron's offer to help. Elrond and Gilgalad, they're more suspicious of Sauron. Because, you know, Sauron is in disguise. Um, mm-hmm. Now, as far as the character that we've seen in the show, um, I, I like how he's depicted. He's very regal. Um, uh, I don't like that he has the authority to allow Galadriel to go to Valinor that was really yeah. weird that was like you know uh, especially for Galadriel because she is not allowed she is cursed um and she's not allowed to go into Valinor is uh, it because
1: she took part on the rebellion right
0: yes she was part of the rebellion now after the fall of Beleriand um a lot of the elves they were allowed to go back uh-huh. But there is a version of the story where Galadriel um she does not want to go back she she still continues to rebel um and yeah. that's why she, that's why she stays in Middle-earth um so it doesn't make sense that the high king is able to grant them these honors. Um, I, I'm looking forward to seeing more of Gilgalad because he is, you know, as I said, he's my, one of my favorite characters, but I like, they like, uh, some of the decisions they've made with them really bother me. Um, but now, yeah, um, uh, back to the stranger which that's, uh, you know, this meteor man who fell from the sky. Um, what? What did you think about that? Because I heard of, he's one of like people, the one, Yeah, he's one of the more uh, uh, controversial characters because um, of who he might be.
1: I, I I heard this. I heard one that he's a Baroque. I'm like mm, I don't know. Yes. That, I heard that he's Gandalf, mm-hmm. and I thought. When we were watching that and we saw the meteor, we were like, all right. So it seems like he, he came from like Valinor because yes. right when Valinor he opened, came from the, yeah,
0: he just flies he came off. from the West.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so he's over and then he crashes. And yes. I was talking with my friend and he's like, all right, so that's a human looking thing. So we were guessing that that was Saruman because he was yes. the first one to be sent. Wasn't it? Yes. So I was like, "Is that Saruman?" But then he he looked like a hobo, and then he was like all ignorant about everything. And I was like, "Really? Mm. Like, what?" <laughs> so I don't know. Like, who do you think he is?
0: Um. So yeah. So I've heard all those stories, all all those theories, and I I, I like them uh, a lot. Uh, I like the I like uh, the people think he's uh, all wrong. That's funny. <laughs> um. Mm. Um. Another one that I heard was he might be Glorfindel. Who? Glorfindel. Oh,
1: Glorf? But he's not an elf.
0: Yes, yes. That's that's what debunks the theory, right? Because in the show, they say that that's not an elf. Um, Now, when I was watching that, a lot lot of stuff that they show about him, um, it, you know, it I think we're, under, we're supposed to understand that he is one of the wizards. Yeah, that's so, That's how, you know, what I'm going for. Yes, that's what they're trying to show, that he's one of the wizards. Um, so one theory, and I think, I think one of the most comfortable theories would be that he's one of the blue wizards. Um, Why
1: the blue? Sar- wasn't Saruman the first one?
0: The yeah, Saruman was the first one. However, Saruman he came as the white wizard. Yes, um, and this guy is not white.
1: No, no, no. But here's the thing, though. Like, what are the other ones? It, this is the that's the first time that it happens, right? Like, they don't have anything happening like that before.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, that we have seen, right? We right, haven't it's seen not anything like
1: a else. a phenomenon.
0: Yes, so but I'm we like, haven't. But we haven't seen anything else.
1: No, no, no. But like, well, what I mean is like, all right. So if a random dude just fell out of the sky,
0: yeah,
1: I'm sure that a lot of other people will be like, this dude fell out of the sky. Like, we know kind of like what that sub, like, what's up with that? Because you see, like, even the Harpuds, they have this book where they kind yeah, of like yeah. recorded things, and I'm like, mm. huh. So, so, uh. Uh-uh. Yeah. Did
0: um, the blue wizards came in pairs? Yes, the blue wizards came in a pair. Um, so it was. So it that guy um, went to Dubai. <laughs> Sauron came first, and then the blue wizards, and I think I think it was Ragadast came next, and then the last one was Gandalf. Um, now, yeah,
1: the last one was Gandalf.
0: Yes. Now that's what we are told, but um, there are other versions of the story where. It's possible that Gandalf came in the Second Age. The main story is that uh the wizards came to help against the fight to help the fight against Sauron, right? Yeah. Um, but there are other versions where they came in the second age. So I think the theory that it is Gandalf is very strong one. Um, especially with a lot of the and something that I've noticed about this show is that Um, The show, it tries to, it it, it very, it gives you clues. Like, they're very obvious clues. At the same time, it tries to distract the audience. Yeah, it tries to distract the audience by um, giving red herrings. Yeah. Um, So I think if we accept the clues that we see, in the show, the, the meteor man being um being discovered by the Hobbits and developing this relationship. Yes, developing this relationship with the Hobbits. He has this like um connection to fire.
1: Yeah, um, that that's one of the things that, that kind of like pointed me towards Gandalf a little more. Yeah, yeah. But um, but then I told my friend, like, wasn't his relation to fire more because of the ring he had?
0: Mm, yeah that's what some people have said but no um he was master of the fire even before he came
1: oh for real oh huh.
0: yeah yeah um the, the i think the ring is supposed to be more a metaphorical um like it's a, it's more representative of his power I think that's why it was... Yeah, I think that's why it was given to him. Um, hmm. But, yeah, no, like, he does have this connection to fire. Um, he, he looks like Gandalf. He's gray and raggedy. He's, a, he's old. Um, also, did you notice that he was whispering to the fireflies? Yeah,
1: I noticed that. And he
0: then I noticed the, the symbol... Mm-hmm. that he
1: was placing there so a yeah. lot of people are saying that that's the rune for gandalf
0: yeah 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 um I, I don't think it was a rune for gandalf but um you know it might mean something else um but yeah like i think a lot of the hints that we're shown he's supposed to be gandalf or we're supposed to make the connection with gandalf Right. Um, right
1: let's see what happens
0: um, at the same time you know there are other it, you know as you said it tries to disguise them so um, we have this sense that he has a dark power right yeah so you know we we might not be Gandalf now I think the last character that we can discuss quickly because you know we kind of saw him only for a little bit is Halbrand. Um, he is the character that, this, that finds yeah, Galadriel, yes, but he's um, completely
1: made up. What is he? Kidding? He
0: is, yeah, he is made up. He is new, but um, he also has a connection to a character in the lore. Um, we just don't know which one yet. Um, but he is supposed to have. Um, he's supposed to be represent someone, so. Um, some people have said that he might be one of the Ring Rays. Like, have you... Do you know anything about his character?
1: Nothing at all, though. Really? Uh, with Halbrand, I was just like...
0: So, um, he was completely... He, yeah, he was completely new to you. Um, I think, um, you know, I, I think if you watch him... If you watch his character carefully, you'll also see a lot of clues um all right you just have to be careful to not fall for the this oh, uh, for the red herrings of course um but yeah like um he's he's gonna he's an interesting to watch and i think the show ended the, la- the second episode ended with elendil looking down on galadriel right
1: yeah um like uh- yeah, like, I, I want to see what's going to happen now that the Numenorians are coming in.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, um
1: I, I think that next week is going to be interesting, especially because both of these series are having, like, interesting developments. In one of them, we're going to have war, and the other one, we're going to have the introduction of the Numenorians. So it's yes. like, mm, there's plenty of new stuff to see.
0: Yeah, no, Um. so, like, I'm very, like, again, as I said, I generally like the show there are elements I don't but i'm pretty optimistic about where it's going at least in terms of um developing the the storyline
1: yeah i agree Like, um I, I'll, I'll keep watching both of them uh, i think they're good
0: yeah um so i think we've um like do you have anything else to discuss because i think we pretty much discussed um
1: yeah, we, we kind of did a very long episode. So yes. um So no nothing nothing on my side. Like I have a lot of questions that I want to ask, but I'm gonna save them for the next episode. Cause I'm yes. I'm really going to use all your knowledge of Lord of the rings to kind of make sense of the whole thing. And you can yeah. do the same with me with the Game of Thrones. Thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um we're gonna keep discussing um the shows like in the like uh, in like for the next few episodes. So yeah there's gonna be a lot more to talk about
1: yeah I, i'll um, get my uh reading of the silmarillion going
0: <laughs> yeah yeah um well i i, w- I would suggest okay. um, reading the appendices with priority um but yeah i think we can end it here all right
1: thank you for listening